sneaker masks. Cool. This one's like cause inspired. Yes. Who did those? Freehand Profit in uh, L.A. His thing is to take apart sneakers and like and oh, yeah, reconstruct yeah. them into gas masks or like mask oh. inspired things. Yeah, I've seen girls doing the same, but like making corsets. And, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And people were doing like masks out of sneakers, like yeah. but like like COVID masks. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> which is weird mm-hmm. to do COVID masks out of sneakers. <laughs> yes. It's, I mean, I see why I see why people jump on the idea of wanting to like do the whole matching aesthetic thing, but yeah. Kind of weird, right? Yeah. Well, I wouldn't want used sneakers on my face. What's up, y'all? Welcome to Man and Hastings. I'm Jamie Juicefer with Zach Menace, as always, and we've got some great guests. We have some lovely ladies from Vancouver area, Camila and Rory. Hello. Hello. Hey, girls. How you doing? Good. Thanks. Good. <laughs> doing well. How's the uh, COVID been treating you guys? Um, I'm a big introvert, so other than like work with stripping, not much has changed. I'm going to slowly move this microphone off here. <laughs> <laughs> right? Other than other than stripping and work? No. Well, no work. Normal work is fine, but stripping, because obviously a lot of the clubs are closed. Yeah. The club I worked at is closed, so. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to move this up for you? No. Okay. Is it? I just well, yeah, need to talk into it. It just might be easier to have it, like, right at, at uh, mouth level. Like, it's kind of loose. <laughs> <laughs> That's Jamie what he take, said. Jamie will take care of it for you. That's there you maybe go. a bit high. Yeah, but wait, it's going to droop. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's what she said. There you go. That's my effect. There you go. Um... And you can do the same for Camilla. I think or it's do, good. You good. Yeah, yeah. I think okay, yeah, no, you're good. I can hear myself pretty good. Yeah, yeah. so, um... Anyway, you guys are in the sex industry. Yes. So I've noticed with the strip clubs closing that it seems like a lot of girls have went to OnlyFans and things like that, Pornhub, etc. Mm-hmm. I personally wish that I invested in OnlyFans <laughs> at the beginning of COVID. Yeah, that's a good idea. But uh, that was it boat, publicly traded? Was that I don't know. I don't know. But if it was, that boat is sailed. Yeah. Oh, I wish oh. I started only yeah. at the beginning of COVID because right? it's been, been like a month and a half of me doing it, and I've been yeah. like, I was like, fuck, I wish I started this. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? Is some someone really smart looked at Patreon yeah. and went, oh, Let's right, like this is what we needed yeah. for, for this. It's like, and it's it's perfect. Well, OnlyFans yeah. was made for everything, not sex work actually. Really? Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah anything yeah. that you're a fan of, basically, you can. I mean, it's, but it's like, uh, is it that now? No, they started no. it for yeah. artists. They started it for artists mostly. But like you could get and guitar lessons on there. Yeah, like yeah. Chris Brown That's has an OnlyFans. Well, yeah, but why do you think Chris Brown's has, Chris Brown has an OnlyFans? He's such a good dancer. Exactly. <laughs> lessons, exactly. Okay, so so OnlyFans. Dif- didn't didn't necessarily have that objective right <laughs> in the beginning. I'm not sure. Because I'm not them, so I don't know what intent. But on the site, when you look at it, they're really trying to promote like an artist having mm-hmm. space to share behind the scenes stuff with their diehard fans and well, that makes sense. Other kinds of people who teach to offer classes at mm-hmm. a paid rate. Yeah, and also like I've even noticed the same thing is because my Instagram, I've called it academic thirst trap. So I've done like I've tried to contribute both like academically and thirst trap 50 50 and when people sign up for my only fans if i'm only posting thirst traps they're like hey like can you tell us something academic or can you give us a word of the day or really something yeah yeah you find this with your only <laughs> fan subscribers yeah, yeah, yeah. that they're like looking for more oh yeah from you, and if like i don't if i don't do it they're kind of like a little bit disappointed well, that's, that's clearly what only fans is providing because like otherwise people would just search for I mean, search to porn or, or, or exactly. other or other types well, of like yeah. alleyways through there, but they're looking for that personal pony to sneeze. The uh, per, this personal connection, yeah. right, yeah. The, with the people, and, and you can and they like whatever. something special about the person specifically, because mm-hmm. like Jamie mentioned, you can go on Pornhub and there's endless free porn. No, no, yeah. right. So it's That's not just about the body; it's about the person as well, which is cool. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, mean, I guess there's a connection as well because. You can have like private chatting and all kinds yeah. of things like that too. Do you ever right? do stuff where you just have like movie night and like watch a movie with your OnlyFans or like story to read a story? To like them Twitch, and stuff? you know, like yeah. where yeah, people play video games. Yeah, I feel like with games. camming and Twitch and stuff, there's a lot of that. I, I don't know about OnlyFans. I know some girls go live. I'm new, yeah. so I haven't done it yet, but I will. 
But I feel like I'd be dancing or something like. But you guys, yeah. Well, you guys have you guys are new, but you're murdering it right out of the gate. Yeah, like yeah. To, well, top zero percent. Yeah. What's that mean? Like the highest percentile that you can get. Yeah, to, it's right? like about engagement and how much you post and the response to your post. Is that mm-hmm. based on your demographic, like where you are located, or or that's or like, just the site entirely? Um, I don't know the algorithm, yeah. but I think it's like. As a group, she's in the top zero percent. You've been how long doing it? Two months? Yeah, oh, a month and a half. Month and You're a half. in the yeah. top zero percent yeah. of OnlyFans as a whole. Yes. yes. Dope. Zero point eight six. And I'm on my wow. sixth day, and I just made it into the top three percent. And on day six. Good. Day yeah. six, yeah. Yes. So that's pretty good. Savage. <laughs> so is this something? Is this something that you would naturally see if like someone opened up an OnlyFans and then you get a rush of popularity and then things kind of fizzle out, or is this this? Is no, this it can fizzle on? out for sure if people don't keep subscribing because yeah. you didn't post enough content that they felt was worth it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's something you have to keep track of, like keeping people engaged, keeping people wanting to renew their subscriptions and wanting to stick around and wanting to like your posts and comment. And yeah. It's, it's more than a full-time job, I'd say, because it's constant every single day, 24 hours. Like, it's I view it as like a video game where you make money. Yeah. And I'm like addicted, obviously, to making money. So the more I play, the more I win. Right. Well, it's like the yeah. points or coins that you're collecting in the video game is actual money. Exactly. Yeah. Well, so yeah. I can't stop. <laughs> there's, there's so many aspects. Like people think, oh, you just post hot pictures and then you make money. No. No, no there's all these memes. About. Yeah, there's these memes that go around the guy world where it's like, where it's like, oh, it's easy to pay your rent. It's like says the girl who just like paid her rent with toe pictures, right? Well, it's like, not even girl. about the photo. It's about how do you talk about the photo? How do you promote that photo? How do you engage with the people once they commented on that photo? And then taking the photo, I had to order all this special equipment so I can get good angles. Like, I'm trying to, like, film things in a way that looks good. You know, you don't want to just set up your iPhone and have this glitchy, blurry content. People aren't going to want to keep paying for that. They might pay once, and mm-hmm. then they won't pay again. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot that you have to think about. And the site itself, it doesn't promote you at all. No. So you have to promote yourself on other platforms. Well, is there not, like, a front page to OnlyFans? No, there's, or like-, like, how Instagram has an Explorer page. There isn't that on really? OnlyFans. Like, think of it as, like, when Facebook first started it basically has the same kind of layout as that. Like it's, there's a feed and then there's your profile. And, and the feed it. is only people you've chosen to subscribe oh, to. So yeah. there's no way of meandering outside of your no. little- You shit. actually have to search somebody out yeah. or link yeah. to them through their Instagram so that, or- That is the only way that we can promote ourselves. You gotta imagine they're building that right now. I, and then I, they're gonna create some sort of system where you can pay in to making sure that you're at the top at of deckpiff.com. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause at this point, that's actually the hardest part about this in general mm-hmm. is that we have to promote ourselves elsewhere and there's crazy censorship like we're trying to promote ourselves on instagram and it's really 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 hard girls are getting deleted and guys are getting deleted every day i have a question about the instagram thing because i know a lot of people who have had their instagrams deleted and i mean again i want to preface this with i don't personally think your instagram should be deleted i don't i don't care but Instagram is pretty clear about their rules, right? Mm-hmm. To things, and but they're not clear because no. their guidelines say one thing, but then celebrities and people with the check mark if you're do certified. another. Is that it? Okay, yeah, yeah. so I'm uneducated in this. Yeah. So I'm looking to be. I'm yeah. not trying to approach this with an ignorant view. Uh, I was having a discussion with someone just the other day, and they were they were upset that their Instagram got deleted over yeah. racy pictures, mm-hmm. and and I went like, that's. I mean, I think that you should be able to post whatever you want. I'm. Freedom well, of censorship, of course, but like, is Instagram the best way to be promoting yourself? Well, it is because it's the most common social platform. Mm-hmm. And this is something I had an issue, like not sex work related, my bikini company, uh, it's bikinis. So we tried to do advertising and marketing using Instagram, but they don't let us. Um, we tried eight or 10 different ads with like simple, a girl just standing there straight on, that didn't work. So then we tried angles where you couldn't see most of the body, that didn't work. We tried doing a video where it's mostly just bikinis and there's only a couple cameos of like a girl here and there, very unsexual, very just like really and that keeping didn't work that in, in mind. Instagram no, they denied, they denied, denied. One ad made it three days and then they denied it and then they deleted my ads manager altogether and now my company can't even create an ad again. We yeah. can't even try to fit in the guidelines. And then I see these bigger bikini brands posting girls walking up and down a beach. Yeah. And filming up the butt. And I was going to say, I've sexual. seen on the Explorer page, mm. you know, big companies and big, you know, blue checks, like you said, yeah. verified users and stuff like that. Just pretty much doing whatever they want. For sure. And yeah. celebrities talk about their OnlyFans and they're up there shaking their butt. They literally have the link 
in, in the bio, in the bio. It the says actual OnlyFans. OnlyFans link. And if I rather than that, that other link, you have that to use Linktree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Will Instagram not allow an OnlyFans? No, no they will, you but just they, then you're on their radar. Then you get deleted. Like I, so, I literally right now I had to delete Instagram off my phone and um, not log in t- for like a few days to reset the algorithm because I'm shadow banned and everything that I post gets deleted in like three seconds now mm-hmm. so I, I love hearing normal people use the term shadow banned in a real in a real way I know isn't it so well, weird well yeah. like people who talk about 5G causing corona they're like I got shadow banned like <laughs> yeah. and it's like what does that mean yeah um, flat earthers yeah well yeah. we've been getting shadow banned and deleted for years my Instagram before I even was well I guess I was talking about the strip club so I had an account with almost 40K deleted overnight and they didn't even give me a warning the day before or anything. And my content, you have to remind, like we're it's doing lost, our best gone. to keep in mind the guidelines. When I post, before I post, I'm like, okay, like can this get by on the guidelines? I've set my Instagram page to be 18 plus only. Mm. So people under 18, if they registered their age accurately, then they actually can't even see my page. And I think consciously, okay, is that too much butt crack? Is that too close to the thing? Is that too sexually suggestive? Like, I try to keep that in mind, but it's unfair when you look at all of these other accounts that don't have to factor that in just because they're famous. Mm-hmm. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, That's ridiculous. Really I mean, <clears throat> I mean, I understand if they're saying, you know, like, no nipples. And you post a picture you know, of a nipple and they delete well, you. And no know, pussy you, or whatever. Even like, that, is nipples, that fair? Like, I mean, I don't give a fuck. I'm just saying. I'm saying within the prism of yeah. Instagram, starting Instagram and saying, this is what we don't want. And as it long wasn't as they. like that from the get go. And as long as they remain consistent within yeah. their users of those yeah. rules, then I have a heart. Then that's freedom for them. And right. I don't want to take away but that. I think the guidelines have changed since Instagram's transition. Yeah, and I think where we where I really can understand your point is the inconsistency. Because I see how all this stuff. I see, I see mushroom ads all the yeah. time. Like people can yeah. buy, people can buy like drugs. But then on, my bikini ad is yeah. So, uh, so, so the, yeah, hypocr- weird. the hypocrisy, I, yes. I get hundred percent. Yeah. Twitter is still oh, Twitter is open, free for right? all. You yeah. can post yeah. pussy on Twitter, but it's really yeah. overwhelming for people well, like me with anxiety. You can. Yeah, Twitter will ban you still though, if as long as you're uh, saying if you're saying something wrong. No, no, no. Twitter, no. Twitter, you can, you, you can, can you porn. can flash your pussy, but if you say. Look at my pussy and I like Donald Trump. You then can, you get banned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, it's more like hate you know? speech and violence on yeah. Twitter. Yeah, um, which is a nice thing yeah. to look out for, in my opinion. But you, can, yeah, ways, you yeah. can post whatever yeah. you want sexually on. You can. There's literally porn on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen, yeah Twitter's crazy. Twitter yeah. is like the new 4chan like, of like the open internet. It's just anything goes in that spot. It's, it's yeah. hilarious. But how I feel like with Instagram and their guidelines, that's fine. But if you actually care about underage people seeing certain types of content, then create blocks within the app. You have mm-hmm. the ability and the resources and the brains. Yeah, to the, do the this. motivation for them deleting you is clearly not what their goal is set out to yeah. do. And like then, they're yeah. like, you, you're 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 poisoning seventeen year old boys. It's like if that eh. was the key, then well, we should be worried about the entire internet. Exactly. And mm-hmm. also, then why isn't this consistent through the board? So that's, yeah. I think, what's hard for women in the industry and men in the industry who are struggling with being so censored and having a really hard time having to get really creative to promote themselves is just the lack of consistency. And it just yeah, feels and unfair. That's like a bigger conversation, too, when you're looking at all these platforms, all these streaming platforms, whatever, social platforms. Like, when you look at who owns them, it is all men. Mm-hmm. So tech is dominated by men. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, Who owns OnlyFans? A man. Oh. There yeah. was actually one that was created, I think, with a woman who was also a sex it worker. It is a, a digital type of OnlyFans. Ah. That was, that they was take, different. They take 20%. I was just going to ask you, what's the, uh, what's the take? 20%. 20%. Yeah. Okay, so so like I like I asked in the beginning, what, like was your, for you, Rory, was it like uh, because of dancing and not being able to work at the clubs? Yes. Was that your draw? Yeah. And what about you, Camilla? I mean, just the money, I think, yeah, the money was the motivating factor for sure. And just because I was already like, I, I am just open about my sexuality as it is on yeah. Instagram. And, and you create really artistic, sensual content yeah. for free. I was like, yeah, and I was just doing that for free. And people kept being like, when are you going to start the OnlyFans? When are you going to do the OnlyFans? So I was like, OK, well, might as well give the people what they want. So. Yeah, <laughs> give the people what they want. I like it. Or get paid for the emotional labor and the labor that you're already doing. Like, exactly. You should be paid for that. You do an amazing job at it. Oh, so. thank you. 
Yeah. <laughs> Roll your, love. your 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 ability to to just like farm these girls like around, you know what I mean, and just and just like bring them around and just show them what to do. And no, and no, she showed me OnlyFans. I showed her. She taught well, me. No, it's not so much. I mean, he's not talking about OnlyFans so much. Not so much OnlyFans. Just because we've had you on the show before, oh, and we I've see how you, you kind of bring your girls together, and yeah. you kind of you're the straw that stirs the drink. I don't know. I it's cool that you guys see it that way, but I think I just. I'm lucky enough to attract really dope. I think it's really women. cool that you look at it that way, but I don't think you give yourself enough credit and <laughs> how well you do to as a as a person who like considers themselves like a manager of life. That's what that's what you do. Like you do a great job of managing that, keeping people motivated and, and into what they're doing mm-hmm. and inspired to keep growing and opening up new businesses and never being complacent. I'm uh, I'm very impressed with that. Yeah, oh, it's a hustle. Uh, the hustle is absolutely absolutely respectful and also. Um, we were talking about this earlier before you guys before you guys came is your openness about yourself and what you do and you're not afraid to kind of you know look the world in the face and say this is who I am well, you know yeah, and that's, that's, that's been cool. a bit of a journey because um, before I was doing any kind of sex work before stripping I started stripping secretly and I didn't tell anybody and I did a couple gigs secretly and then I went to this club in Prince George and danced for a week at a club and I came back and I sat there for a minute and I thought like, okay, so stripping is not what I thought it was. I had a lot of negative preconceived notions. I think most people do, right? Most people do. And I was thinking like, okay, so do I want to keep doing this? Because I enjoyed myself and that shattered a lot of my beliefs that I had. That was not what I was expecting. I'm actually great at this and it's something I enjoy doing for the most part. Um, So now I need to kind of reconcile, like if I'm going to do this, I'm the kind of person that needs to be honest about things. Like I need to be able to talk about it and it's, I can't hide stuff like that. And I had to decide that I'm going to do this. I need to do the research and I need to back why I'm doing it. I need to understand like the depths and like the social dynamics and like why people are having a hard time with it and have my argument, have my point of view to, you know, bring, bring to the platform or mm-hmm. So, yeah, I had to think about it for a while and decide, like, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this and I'm going to be gung-ho and I'm going to be a voice and I'm going to share my voice and I'm going to, you know, let people in about the other side of things, not just. Well, that's what's great about it because you're bringing a perspective that is, like, far more dynamic than I'm going to open up an OnlyFans and take pictures naked. Like, you understand the value of, of the type of content, the type of pictures, and then embarking that, putting, pushing that wisdom onto other girls. Yeah, I'm just like, I'd like to, you know, create a safe space for people to feel comfortable to explore their own interests and not be so um, fearful because of how people are going to perceive them. Like, when they see someone like me or there's many other women out there before me that I've looked up to who do their job, do it proudly, and also have a voice and speak about it in a way that's empowering for them or they share, like, the dark side and the good side and give you that kind of honest perspective so that you can kind of really question, like, oh, is that okay for me? Or, oh, they're doing it and it's okay for them. Maybe I can give it a try, you know? Just Yeah. I mean... There's a lot of negative connotations, of course. You know, p- people automatically go to, oh, daddy issues or promiscuity. Or, I mean, who doesn't have You know, yeah. right? Who has, I hate my dad. Who has a person? I've got daddy <laughs> issues. Everyone has um, Do you want to be my new uh, employee on my porn site? Yeah, maybe. I saw that I saw that thing you posted about, who's down for this? It's got the guy tied up. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> I am ready. Nice. I'm just playing. Yeah, no, I don't really have daddy issues, but that's not why I'm Sounds a stripper. Yeah. Well, yeah, and, and also another preconceived notion I find is when you say the word sex work, people automatically think hooker. Oh, hooker, yeah. yeah. Right? Or, you know, prostitute, whatever, escort, however you want to, mm-hmm. you know, package that. Yeah. Well, they, but, put it, uh, they put it into the this one corner, right? Away, yeah. Right? And it's just, but there's so much more to it, you know? I it's mean, a multifaceted industry. Absolutely, and, and it's a multi-billion has, dollar industry as well. Yeah, and, and there's different boundaries, so that's one thing that's really important to me about sex work and that's why it's nice to group it together because then there isn't shame about women who have different boundaries or men or uh, two-spirit and trans people who have different boundaries like just because I feel more comfortable or a girl feels more comfortable camming for example doesn't mean they're any better than someone who feels comfortable as an escort or about people who are in a position where they don't have the ability to choose and they are being forced or because of financial reasons or other reasons are doing sex work like it's just trying to take away that shame from it and create this like community of inclusivity Mm -hmm. and like yeah well i think that a common worry you know for like i mean i have daughters you know and and i think what some people worry about obviously is like human trafficking and things like that and and you know people think well maybe 
this is how they found you because you were dancing mm. or you were OnlyFans or whatever. Yeah, or, on OnlyFans, you can't, yeah. when you're typing messages, you can't even type the word escort or meet or choke. <laughs> Oh, really? You can't type choke. No. Really? They don't want anybody, want anybody asphyxiating themselves right. on camera dying on a live so, only they're, like. they're aware. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Honestly, though, That's yeah. good. if you are someone who wants to take advantage of somebody and you meet someone, for example, who's fresh in school or fresh out of school and is in a struggling financial position and they don't have family and their friends, like maybe not a good support network and they've never done sex work before. They don't know anything about it. They're a much more viable target. But then 100%. you look at someone like right. mm -hmm. in the industry, they have some sense about them. They've been dealing with clients and customers. They've been dealing with people. And so they have a better feed and feel for what this like bullshit would be. Well, that's the point about. that I was trying to make when you were first saying, um, talking about the new business that you guys were, were thinking about um, was that is that yeah there's no place for for anybody to for for some young person to want to uh, just even ask questions not say like get in the door or yeah. whatever but like have a real just person become educated about exactly it. get educated mm -hmm. about it and not have a preconceived notion that's negative like one like you had with stripping for or example. like nowadays when because when I started I've been in the industry for 10 years just kidding um, <laughs> <laughs> when I started the general consensus around stripping even just stripping, not even escorting, but was like stripping is bad, it's dirty, it's gross, you're immoral, you have no values. I've seen that change dramatically and now I hear a lot of younger people being like, oh, that's dope, it's easy money, I wanna do it, that's so sick, it's so easy. Because the hustle is real in younger people it's, now compared to what it was before. No, I just think but that I think media that there has really changed the perspective and it's like, it's not black and white. It wasn't all bad and it's not all good. There is right. bad, dark, scary shit that happens. Mm -hmm. I've been assaulted multiple times. I've been locked in a room. I've dealt with some really horrible situations. I had to almost bottle a guy one time to save myself. My friends have been beaten up and robbed. So there is a really big dark side to the sex industry. Well, and that's the thing that, that, well, that's the thing that scares the shit out of people. Like, yeah. you know, and they, and they <laughs> but that yeah. dark side exists only because of it's a shadow, right? Because exactly. it's not, it's, it's not regulated. It's, and it's not, not safe. It's not legal. It's yeah. not something where people can feel comfortable going to do. Like I, what I, Imagine I, when I picture a young person thinking about that and whatever situation that they were put into that got them to the point where they're thinking about it. There's like two alleyways, in my opinion, like metaphorically, there's one you get on Google and you find a safe place to go ask some questions and answer it and feel satisfied with that after. Or you end up going for like a walk through the inner city and you're thinking about it. And like some dude, some, dude, and some dude goes like, oh, you're thinking about this? Like, let me make you feel yeah. better about it. And I, like, I can yeah. see that happen in two, in two seconds. Well, right? if you look at a place like maybe Holland, for example, where prostitution is legal, um, you know, I wonder if they have less problems like that because of it. And yeah. the answer is probably yes, yeah. right? Like, I mean, that's yeah. that's my guess. I don't have the statistics, but, but I know yeah. with STIs and stuff, even they have like a way reduced amount of that in general. And that's just because of there's more sex positivity. Well, and I bet you, and I bet you there's less it. rape, you know, and things probably, like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know, but I would imagine if you think, okay, well, I'm not gonna break the law if I just go downtown and pay this girl to satisfy whatever need I have mm -hmm. safely, um, you know, and cause I'm fucked up in the head, yeah, you know, and I have these cravings, need. you know, or whatever, because these people, obviously these people that rape people have a fucking disease yeah. in their brain, right? Well, so, it's, not, it's also not just some person that's yeah. sitting there going through messages and filtering whatever this crazy person is. Like, I mean, in a, in a perfect world, you'd have somebody sitting there filtering those jobs and there would be these barricades of safety mm -hmm. um, all before the person would ever meet up with the girl or to whatever capacity they were, yeah. Having a good time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I knew a girl named uh, Sue um, years ago. She was um, she was uh, an escort and she did um, a lot for the community as far as like awareness and um, and for rights and trying to legalize prostitution here in BC. Mm -hmm. And um, it was like a lot. I mean, I'm sure she's still involved. She's got to be she's got to be in her early 50s by now, I would imagine. But um, I would imagine she's probably still on that activist sort of thing. I wish I could remember the name of her thing that she was doing, but it was very involved and um, and she and she got some attention. She got in front of some politicians and she got in front of some people and actually seemed to be making some headway. But then it just kind of went quiet. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that uh, I mean, right now with COVID, people are freaked out anyway about being around other people, which has probably bolstered this online you know, like OnlyFans and yeah. Pornhub, and it's probably bolstered all that as it is anyway. But once things do get to back to normal, and they will, you know, I mean, it's going to happen. Um, 
you know, there's going to this the government needs to get involved somehow well, in some sort of the government needs to get involved. Eh. What we need is the government seeking out people in the sex work industry. They need yes, to seek yes, out yes. experts in. Yeah, we don't need service. them doing yeah, it. No, yeah, no, no. Because they don't know what they're doing. They don't yeah. understand. And a lot well, of the laws. regulate your own industry. We yeah. should be able to. And a lot of the laws the government has tried to pass, especially in the states, um, have been totally misguided and actually gone to further harm women and people and youth and two spirit and trans women in the industry I, I think i think that's a huge thing that's a good point that you make too because you it's not just about like binary sex uh sex work is hugely about probably creating a safe place for people to be like not really sure whether or not they're comfortable with certain things and be able to explore explore that yeah, with a in person a way. yeah in a healthy way where they don't have to worry about like having their egos or confidence hurt along the way yeah, or, like or while whatever. they're trying to understand themselves better yeah but yeah sex work is most like disproportionately dangerous for people who are not like binary, binary. so that's why it, it's important to include that in the conversation and right. that's why if the government does care about people's well-being well-being and, and mm -hmm. they need to be seeking out different kinds of people in these industries and have all that different representation that's a really, create i wonder why that is you know like why they're um they're more at risk being I was just going to say, dude, there was, I, I read a, I'm a big true crime junkie or whatever, and I came across like this uh, uh, story recently where it was a football player who was in a closet, he was gay, and, and, in the closet, and, and was talking with a uh, transsexual post uh, female mm -hmm. um, and and having and and meeting up and for really forgive me if I use the wrong terminology I'm sorry it's a, but it's they, a learning process it, but yeah but they uh, so so they 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 were meeting up all the time and 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 having sex and doing the do and whatever and once they found that this transsexual girl got murdered transgender girl. transgendered murder girl got murdered and was left left in a field somewhere or whatever and then they found um once they had gone through the phones and text message history and whatnot they had found that it, that secrecy factor because generally people who are looking towards non-binary sex acts within the sex industry are people who are trying to keep that level of secrecy oh. and when there's when that secrecy is is exposed or threatened to be exposed in any way or they feel then well they're ashamed but i think it actually has more to do with power dynamics in society as gen in general Maybe, so yeah, fair when enough. you look at like the pyramid of like the power dynamic trans women and especially trans women of color unfortunately are at the highest disproportion because in society as a whole they're already facing so many more disadvantages and stigma and fear of abuse just because of that of being trans and mm -hmm. of being a person of color so then when they're in the sex field now you have yourself in an industry where because people are paying you for their your time and because maybe they're struggling with their own identity they feel more entitled to take advantage of you or abuse you mm -hmm. and that's why having you know people like in the sex work industry creating laws being able to create safer spaces for all of us like on the entire spectrum of sex work to have safer conditions and yeah security. yeah and like i was thinking too like more funding like what you're talking about government stuff like funding for tech within um sex work yes. because so much of Just this is screen. operating within the shadows and even like something like taking payment you know like yeah. it's cash right so i always had this like really good idea for an app that was like basically like uber but for sex work so mm -hmm. you could rate um, oh, the, okay. The Johns, and you could rate the girls. Yeah, so it's a, that's it's smart, and, actually, because it's like then, a bad date or whatever. Yeah, kind of and yeah. then, like, you can track yeah, so you know so exactly where friends, you're going. You can yeah. share and then, with friends. Share yeah. with friends. They have profiles, and then you have a method of payment because, like, all this stuff is operating in the dark, you know. But then it's still anonymous. So, like, exactly. the client is still anonymous yeah. to the people on the app, and the person yeah. is still I think anonymous. that's where people would be concerned, though, is there um, an anonymous. Anonymity. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you know? there's also the issue with society still having a lot of judgment against it. Yeah. So like if yeah, we could become sure. more accepting yeah. as a whole, we could understand that sex is a part of life and, and not everybody has access to it in a way that they need. And there's a lot of levels to that, right? Because even there's levels that within the sex industry where it's like people who feel unfulfilled within their relationships do or that. Or people that have disabilities. Well, yeah. Or like, or, you know, or people who are awkward and have a hard time socializing. Yeah. Or people who just want to experience one type of thing that they don't normally get. Mm -hmm. Or, or just someone fancies. single who wants to get laid or whatever. Or yeah. someone who's busy and wants yeah. to just have sex and not have 
you know, this commitment or just go on a site because they're more comfortable seeing people over the camera rather than in person or, you know, yeah. there's yeah. so many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. No, I feel you. So how did so how did you get so how did you get involved with X Nine and and Rory and, and this whole thing? Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bringing I, people together. And then shutting you down. And then yeah. actually, I found her Instagram because I was dating this guy at the time, and he started following her, and we got into a really big fight. Really? Because <laughs> I was like, "Why did you follow her? She's so hot." <laughs> and I broke up with him. And then we became and like then we best became friends. Best friends. <laughs> That's awesome. So it's a Cinderella story, it right? Is. I love Sweet. it. Yeah. Yeah. And I um, actually I know how to sew and design clothes, so I started working with X Nine, and then we just figured that we worked really well together, and yeah, yeah. I mean, and um, you also also have an art background. Yeah. which is really cool here yeah. on this Lots show, especially yeah. we are art freaks. Oh, okay. Here. Yeah. I study art history. Yeah. That's mostly, amazing. And visual culture. So. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Which is probably you why your only fans like you were, like you were saying, Rory, it's so like, so visually appealing. Yeah. 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 It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's yeah. art. Literally it's art. Where'd you do that? Um, Langara and KPU. What's that? Langara? No, yeah. KPU. Oh, Quant Langara. Lang okay. Yeah. Langara's college. Like oh, okay. adults yeah. colleges in BC? Yeah. yeah. So, okay, yeah. Word, word, word. Well, actually, I always forget that you're not a BC Yeah, I don't know. I'm like, yeah. you just said, is that a lake or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we study at the lake. Yeah. Art history at the lake. <laughs> On Tuesdays, we study yeah. at the lake. Um, We're can... not that granola out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've been going there for like four years now. Oh, cool. So, you're, oh, you're a current student? Yes. Oh, dope. Yeah. That's sweet. I no. love that. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit weird now since COVID because like I'm this semester I was doing like advanced painting and indigenous sculpture and like half of it is online. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's so weird. It's a little bit weird because like um, like one of my paintings wasn't that good, so I just like edited it. <laughs> really? I still got an A. That's awesome. That's amazing. Yeah. I love that. No, I'm really good artist. Honest, check yeah. it out. Photoshop. Mona Lisa. Yeah. 2.0. Yeah. So native sculpting. Yeah. Tell me about that. That sounds great. I yeah, love that. I mean, it's just like it's it's like basics so far. So yeah. we've just been learning different methods like different of carving, and like yeah, just learning different different methods of carving, different tools. We had to make our own tools because um, our professor said that that would help us respect the tools. More. Right. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. Right. I have Fucking a couple. Right. Uh, I have two cousins and an uncle. Or maybe three cousins and an uncle. A lot in my family, anyway. I've that, seen a bunch of this shit. That, that are world famous carvers. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah, and um, their pieces go for so much money. I yeah. mean, I don't luckily have to pay their gallery prices, you but I get the family deal or whatever. But yeah. I've got some beautiful works from them that, like, you've seen the sun mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hung it stuff. for you at the one place. It's so sick. Man. Yeah, it's I so amazing. But it, um, there's, I, I remember I was going to my, my, my uncle Randy, he's the, like the first guy sort of in the family, the main carver, uh, Randy Stiglitz. And he was living in this house in North Van and I went over there to visit him one time and it's like this brand new house mm -hmm. and really nice and everything. And then I go in, I'm like, oh wow, this is a nice house, Uncle Randy, you know what I mean? And he's like, hey, come on upstairs to the workshop, go upstairs to the top floor, beautiful carpet and everything about a foot in wood chips yeah, like yeah. the whole oh, fucking yeah. place is just sawdust and wood chips and That's, fucking like yeah. just destroyed i'm like randy what do you do he's like ah oh, whatever i'm working it's cool to have like, somebody like walk out of this like dust pile with this like awesome yeah. sculpture that yeah perfect. That's, that was, like all these like wood chips in the back well then you have a better idea too of the work and effort fucking and love right. that goes into making oh and so like much that. like he uses these uh, i'm sure you've seen them now there's mm -hmm. like these wooden handled things and they've got like mm -hmm. this curved metal um Hook. hook end on it but it's like flattened and and they carve like this way like in towards themselves yeah, that's, how, that's we learn how to do it like that too it's, yeah so it's very it's it's honestly it feels like therapy because i just get so in the zone and i like chip away too much even yeah yeah <laughs> just like so so just into it and and you like, end up making a toothpick at yeah, the end look you know, my, my first knife that i Stressed made out. was like so skinny because you had to like tell me to stop carving because i'm like obsessive i'm like mm. yeah yeah i would just Whittle it to nothing because it's really, never perfect enough. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. That's really cool. I love yeah. that. Well, that's what happens. Like, my cousin uh, who, who did, made the sun mask, he was telling me, he, he said, I'm not even going to tell you, you wouldn't believe how many hours went into sanding this, like, yeah. just to make it perfect. You know, yeah. all this. Because you sand it all by hand, you know, there's no. 
they don't use any equipment it's all by hand you yeah. know and it, i mean shit's yeah, incredible really yeah. yeah yeah i was actually interested at the beginning of the semester because it was indigenous carving and i was like well how am i going to make an, an indigenous piece because i'm not indigenous and he's just shown us techniques and he's encouraged us to um, look at our own ethnicity and our own background and incorporate that oh, that's specifically cool. into our pieces. So yeah. is he yeah. indigenous? Yeah. Cool. That's he's awesome. half. He's, I think, Scottish and uh, I think he's from Squamish. Oh, that's so yeah. cool. Cool. Yeah. Squamish nations or yeah. from? Okay. Yeah. Cool. Are you into any like modern art or anything? Like I noticed that you saw the cause um, mask and you said cause. So I was like, oh, okay. You know. Yes, you recognize most yeah. of the pieces of my house. Oh, yeah. like, oh cause, cause. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I can appreciate it. It's not my favorite. Um, I don't know. It's. I have this conversation all the time. Contemporary really art. Light, like. Contemporary <laughs> art is like, it's, it's almost like, I don't know. Like, do you know Damien Hurst? Of course. Um, it's just, a, it's just ridiculous. Like I went to the Palms Casino and- Yeah, I was they, there, yeah, we yeah, see the shark and everything. Yeah, yeah and that, all the dots. like the room that he has for rent is yeah. like a million dollars a night or something. And it's just like, wow. it's art has just gone to this really weird place. Mm -hmm. um, I appreciate like old Renaissance art, um, yeah, gothic art. Some cool recreations yeah, too, which I thought yeah. were really amazing. I've seen some really cool like, uh, like, um, sort of bringing the two together. Um, Remixes. Coons uh, with <laughs> his ga gazing oh, ball. Yeah, yeah. Jeff Coons. yeah, I love that. With the gazing ball, with, yeah. the, with the Renaissance painting yeah. or whatever. Yeah. So cool. Oh yeah, I forgot how those interacted with each other. Yeah. That was cool. With the gazing ball sitting in uh, front of it and then you can see the reflection of it or whatever. It's mm -hmm. pretty wild. Now my, my thoughts on art now is like, I, cause I agree with you, like where art came from, that mm -hmm. gothic, that like, that's where that's where, where everything comes from. That's mm -hmm. where the inspiration derives from for anything that exists today being a kid that was really into like comic books and yeah. like poppy art yeah. and stuff and having parents and old people kind of tell me that this isn't art and whatever the hell they had over their kitchen table of like a fruit bowl was art mm -hmm. always really like rubbed me the wrong mm -hmm. way and now that i live in a world where the art that i like is art there's mm -hmm. this like really there's this like really cool like turn the tables on them yeah. Uh, uh, aspect to me that I really find like romantic about the whole collecting of art thing yeah. and seeing successful people live off like you know drawing cereal box characters in their own way or like or or cause as much as people and Jamie's heard me say it a million times as much as people say I could do that you didn't do that mm -hmm. exactly and and I think even if it's simple it's uh, uh, something I mean there's art and simplicity and sometimes people overthink things yeah. um, so I mean yeah we're, we're going into like a really crazy like art I go into like this weird yeah we, we, we once we start talking about art around here we, <laughs> yeah yeah I lose my shit oh, but, I uh, definitely talk uh, about art for hours that's awesome I'm happy to hear that you're educated in it that's yeah. cool yeah it's really cool but we live together so I get to get the kind of like <laughs> synopsis of each class because she'll read me certain articles or like different essays that she's writing and it's mm -hmm. like oh okay I'm kind of like sitting in on the class a bit it's cool that's cool a lot yeah. to and Emily too is uh into art and she, yeah art like, as well yeah yeah, yeah I really like yet. that um but she's not doing art history as much as a focus so yeah. she's yeah. more geared towards like sculptural art and like building art and creating art yeah. well so there's a lot of I notice there's a lot of feeling in her art yeah. like uh, the stuff that she does herself like that one acrylic box that yeah. she did and stuff was like like you, you kind of feel it in your chest from mm -hmm. when you look at it you know i know the piece art, you're talking right? about yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah well in all of the art school they always make you do like some history background and mm -hmm. she did go to europe actually for a bit as part of her schooling which was cool to give you that kind of background understanding and that deeper understanding and something that you really learn from art of the past is like about putting your emotion into it and about putting more of yourself into it and that's what creates something that moves people so even if for it's sure. simple or complex it's about what you've been putting into that process like to make that then that's why her box it's just, it looks simple maybe to an outsider but when you stand there and take it all in it, it moves you and it means something and that's yeah. because there's something behind it that's yeah. what i think art of today is missing i i'm less yes. about the aesthetic and I'm, I'm more about like put it into society again yeah. where people have to come and congregate and be with it and experience context it. exactly context. His, historiography that's that's like the part of like i i'm not really a practicing artist like i don't I don't paint, I paint because You're I had to for this semester. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I like writing, I like writing about art. Nice, and nice. so some of the stuff she's written like sorry. floors me because you've shown me like essays for school and I'm like, wow, you, it's like a dissertation. Like this could be a book. It's so well written. So she has a really good understanding of like They're discussing always seen, and yeah. breaking down art and like understanding art to like a 
place I wouldn't have normally thought to take it, which is cool. Have you ever thought about going to work for a gallery? That's what I was going to say. Um, What's actually, the goal, curator? The, the end goal is, uh, yeah, cur curation. That's like, dope. Yeah. So Last dope. semester I took curatorial studies, and that was by far my favorite class. Um, just because we, we learn about not just pieces of art, but also the context in which they are placed. The it environment so of it. much. Especially in context of like modern and postmodern, which is so interesting because if you think about how modern art was placed, it was like um, it was very exclusive. Like you already had to know about the artist before you went and you had to have all the context and the history. And it's like this elite kind of viewing, mm -hmm. whereas like in yeah, and, and even the spaces that they were put in, it would be like old museums with like these huge, you know, doorways. And it's it, it, it's it's a place where not everyone would want to go feel even unaccessible. Not exactly. Yeah. It, it's not accessible, but it, even just like by being there, that yeah. grandiosity makes you feel like mm -hmm. oh, it's too small to like even be able to appreciate something. Yeah, like and that. in a postmodern, and even now we're post postmodern. It's like anything goes, kind yeah. of like you could literally. Well, it's so watered down to the point where Instagram now can be considered art, but then exactly. that takes away that whole feeling of going yeah. to a gallery. Now people yeah. can just follow the page, yeah, and they so don't have to go to a gallery anymore. They don't have to see brush strokes. Yeah. They don't have to see. Yeah. It's diluted. It's I mean, I, know, I think that's nice though for people when you think in terms of ex accessibility, because a lot of people don't feel comfortable going into spaces like that, mm -hmm. and now they do have a place where they can feel safe and really get to honor and appreciate mm -hmm. art, and also people who have different disabilities that keep them immobile or unable to or go go across like the that. world yeah. too. Yeah, to like I went to uh, I went to the uh, Van Gogh Museum in Amsterdam. Yeah, and. Um, it was really like a mall, you know, like there was a lot of marketing going on yeah. and um, and it was sort of, you know, and people are crowding around and I don't know, it just it, it just doesn't feel authentic. It didn't feel authentic at all. It was, you know, kind of a modern building. And but you think I, don't know, I didn't enjoy it. A Van Gogh piece of art to me would be like, don't put anything near this thing at all yeah. and let people just come and be with this piece of art because it has so much story and so much to talk. But about. there's so much works, though, like. The, I mean, I was blown away. I didn't know that he had painted oh, six enormous. billion paintings. Really, you know what I mean? Like, I know what you think about it and you're like, oh, Picasso, Van Gogh. Like they, you only think about like the one, pieces. the few pieces that they yeah. have, and then you go to a museum and you're like, oh wait, there's like so many. Well, so many tons. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah. Van Gogh as well, tons. Yeah. So all yeah, different periods. He went so crazy for so long. There was a point in time yeah. where he was producing like twenty or thirty paintings a day or something. Yeah. I yeah. What I would like to see, because we're talking about the context of seeing things in galleries versus online. And then you both pointed out that it felt not maybe as authentic to see these things maybe on Instagram, but creating spaces online that could be galleries of their own. Yes, and like creating it in totally. a way that does make it more immersive and more, you know, of an art show, which is something I thought would be really interesting. There's, there's actually a website that you can use for that. It's called, called like Kunstmatrix and it's a German website and you can curate an entire show. It's a virtual oh, space. So cool. and uh, they, probably, they probably plucked talent from there. I was like, this one's dope. Yeah, we use it in our curatorial oh, studies so class cool. to create our final project. That's we had awesome. to curate. What was, what was that uh, street art um, thing we went to in that underground garage? <laughs> oh, uh, that was uh, uh, Secret Walls. Secret okay. Walls. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah, Secret Walls is dope. Yeah. It was so cool. Like, okay. we went down, they, they had rented a parking garage, and they did up the whole parkade. They had, like, a DJ in there. They had, like, paint going on live. Nice. They had pieces in li little nooks that was just one piece, and you could go in and see. And it was cool. You'd walk through these, like, dark areas, and yeah. then they would be lit up again, right? So yeah, it was, like, these kind of, like... It was as if you were in a dream in like Alice in Wonderland, you know, and like the little kind of corners kind of pop up and then go out like you have spotlights. Yeah, and I think yeah. you can create stuff like that online, which is great yeah. because then it is so accessible. And I think that's like something that's really important and I mm -hmm. think it should yeah. be thought about a lot. And that's probably something that you've been having to talk about in school. And yeah. And also another really great thing about I can't complain about contemporary art is like the, the obvious inclusion of women mm -hmm. and people of color because that just didn't exist in the regular canon of art history um, so that's been also an interesting subject. Are you a fan subject. of any female modern artists? Um, modern artists like do you know who Hilma of Klimt is? I do not but okay. I'm, I'm interested to know. <laughs> I mean I she know. like predates Kandinsky in I would, she, know, I would say people living right now. Oh living right now. Um, Post postmodern. I don't know, I'm going to have to think about that. <laughs> okay. I know of a female artist that I like now. Mm. Well, that girl that... Soft Cyber. Yeah, she's amazing. Soft yeah, Cyber, and yeah. we just found her on Instagram, and yeah. her art is fucking wonderful. It's like space, human, princess, world. Yeah. But, like, she does these whole rooms, and there's, like, different kinds of 
people in them and just like it has this whole vibe about it. I love it. So you find yourself using your writing skills and your art background into your OnlyFans? Oh, for sure. I cu- I'm, I'm just, I, I literally still. curate. I curate. Curate your right. own image. I curate my image, my, my sexuality, my, the whole vibe. And how, and how much does it cost to, to, to subscribe to OnlyFans? Well, it's different for any person who has their page. So you okay. set your rate. Yeah. You can even have free pages if you want. And then, so you can do all kinds of things with it where um, you have like your main feed and that costs a certain rate to enter and be a part of. And then you can charge per message. You can charge for different content that you send out through the messages. Whoa, whoa, whoa. you can charge per message? No, that's what we do. That's that's where you make all your money. That's That's amazing. That's how you actually make money. So wait a sec. It's a peep. People do you get the ellipses in on OnlyFans? What is that? Do the bubble come up and you start talking? Uh, no, no. Oh, no. that would make you so much. No, you Imagine you could does? start talking and then stop talking. It shows oh an God. image, but it's gray. Yeah. And then you describe what it is, and, and it says locked. to unlock this image, you have to pay twenty-five dollars. Oh shit! So that's, you, I, I, I make like I think I make like a third of what I make on subscriptions compared to what I make on pay-per-view messages. Yeah, definitely. So okay. people sign up. It's twenty-five USD. Regularly, right now it's half off per month. Woo, fifty yeah. percent off right now. Get 50% on it. Off. Right. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we're gonna have links to your guys' yeah. social media, nice, um, ah, so that oh. people can find their way to your OnlyFans. I'm yeah. fucking dying it per message. Yeah, per. That's can, amazing. Well, literally, Some people charge to talk to them. Even yeah, I, I don't personally do that because I charge for content. But some people you can't even message them unless you pay a certain amount of money. So yeah. some so some art fiend that likes our show or whatever he could come and he could subscribe and you guys could talk art. Yeah, people have. I've, I have, people have paid for that. That's dope. One time this yeah. dude Amazing. started messaging So we get to get free right here yeah. on Made in Hastings. Awesome. Lucky you, <laughs> motherfuckers. We'll send the bill, we'll send the this bill. This one guy sent me, so uh, no, 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 oh. this other really, you know, he was really nice. He sent me a hundred dollars just so that he was like, can you please start another OnlyFans that's only academic? And I was like, what, really? Wow. People are going to pay for that? He's like, hell yeah. Well, I'm, I'm still not going to There was that. also this other guy who was being really rude to you. And then you were like, hey, you're taking up my time right now. This is my like literal labor talking to you. And you're yeah. just expecting this for free. And then he was like, oh, I never thought of it that way. Here's And then literally <laughs> every single interaction he had, he would tip me like $10. Wasn't a version of this on that Killer Mike show on Netflix where he, mm-hmm. he talked about like the sex workers <laughs> and teachers and it coming together? So it was, it was, you could teach stuff and give and, and oh give rewards based on good grades in the class yeah. of like learning stuff. And then there was like this, like they did this small test run, watch it on Netflix, I'm sure. But there's, there's this small test run of it. And these guys were just so smart by the end of it, right? Whatever <laughs> class that they were learning, like we got this. Yeah. So many people were like, can you please, please recreate that Billy Madison scene? I don't oh, know. I love that. Billy, <laughs> Billy Madison scene. I was obsessed scene. with that as a kid. I is thought the teacher was so hot. Yeah, yeah, the, the hot teacher. Oh, she's so yeah, whenever she's yeah, whenever she's like, 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 I need to learn this in yeah. a in a in a sh- condensed amount of period of t- time. You could help him potentially learn that subject. It's with, gonna help you get an A. It's, this it's is gonna, huge. This is revolutionary. Yeah, it's yeah, gonna it cost is. you though. It's, it's gonna, gonna cost, cost you. Yeah. This is how you motivate people. Yeah. Yeah. Sex has been one of the ultimate motivators since the beginning of time. Yeah. It's the motivator. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think sex is the motivator to make money. I don't even think money is the, the I don't motivator. Know. I don't know. I don't, sex is my motivator. No, <laughs> like, I like it. It's a nice benefit, but it's definitely not my motivating factor. No, but I think it's like a macro kind of perspective on the world and what runs the world. It's probably, it's what it's what sells, right? Not It's not the it money itself. Sells. And sex sells yeah. better than anything else. Dr- sex and drugs. Drugs. Yeah, yeah. I was going to yeah. say. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like there's something that might sell a little bit easier. But they go so it's like coffee, you know, and yeah. cigarettes. I'm sober. I don't know. Sex goes good on its own. But we me. all know where it comes. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now that I'm sober, I like sex way more. And I know a lot of people who got sober and then it's like your sex drive goes up and now your interest in like different sex 
you know, like it makes you feel good. So mm. I don't have drugs to feel good anymore. So what else do I do? Well, you're not, you don't, have, you don't have diluted endorphins exactly. anymore, right? You feel, you feel what you're supposed <laughs> and to feel. And it's nice, yeah, because I'm really present when this I'm This is there, Pony, so. by the way, everybody. Pony. Yeah, that's Here Pony. You can add her at the, the mic. Too. The mic. Got her own page. Oh She's yeah, adorable. I don't even use it now, I'm so busy. <laughs> Should Pony have her own OnlyFans? Yeah. No, no. It's all laid back. It's right? a baby. Just <laughs> <laughs> I would die, man. Here, come. Oh man. No, but she's got her own Instagram. Are you thirsty? I feel like this is this is going to happen. There's going to be a dog version of OnlyFans where people because you know how many dogs it, like oh, Instagram pages. Man, are people are into people some would pay money. some crazy things. People like, love animals, so they can pay to see cute pictures. I dressed that girl up in this like dope ass outfit. Literally the other day. I'm sure you'd love it. Yeah. Rory had to. I had someone requested a foot video. Oh yeah, that was fun. I've so, heard that this is big. Oh, I've heard of this too. I've heard of this a lot. It is big. I literally paid my rent for an entire year off of just foot stuff from a, one old 80 year old man <laughs> no way and all i did was Bravo. go for dinner and he would just make buy me shoes and look at yeah he would just buy me shoes and certain kind of pantyhose and then at dinner he would ask me to just gently slip my heel off slightly not all the way yeah sometimes all the way go ahead go ahead keep going keep going sometimes keep he going. would smell it wow <laughs> and he paid my rent for an entire year. Yeah, I was like, that the yeah. deal, or are you just saying you paid the rent for the year, like that's money, or was the it? It was like eight hundred a week. Wow. For I, one, one dinner. A week. That's sir. You think that this sounds serve check? So this is like, the thing. People think, oh my god, eight hundred. Like, but that's that's rare. When you hear about these good it's instances, very rare. like so that, you found a good one. I found a really good one. You yeah. have yeah. to dig a lot. Yeah. You have to do a lot of promotion. You have to do a lot of searching, and you have to weed through a lot of people who are wasting your time, calling you names, being degrading, treating you like crap to find the good yeah. people like I'm that, sorry that, that you do have to exist. Deal with that. Yeah. Well, I was so. at a uh, I was at a strip club in. Uh, in, well, I don't want to say what strip club it is because I don't want to get kicked out next time I go there or whatever. <laughs> fucking pigs watch this shit. You know, throw me out. Anyway, I was at this strip club and there was this dancer that I know and I was sitting there talking to her. And um, while I was talking to her, um, right behind her, this guy sits down at the table sort of behind her and he pulls his scarf off of his neck. And uh, she kind of looks over, catches a corner of her eye or whatever. And he throws a scarf on the ground over by her feet. Like I'm sitting there talking to her while this is happening. And uh, so I so I kind of pretend like I don't notice, mm -hmm. but I'm watching, yeah. right? And I'm like, so I'm kind of paying attention to what's going on. And she slipped off one of her shoes and she grinded the her foot into the scarf. Mm -hmm. And she's sitting there grinding her foot into the scarf while we're talking. This is, she's not looking at him. She's not paying any attention. She's grinding her foot into the scarf. She slips her shoe back on, and then she starts grinding her shoe into the scarf. I'm like, okay, so just <laughs> whatever. And I'm like, whatever. And I'm, we're just talking or whatever. And then, uh, and then she kind of kicks it back behind her, whatever, towards the guy. Right? The guy picks it up and he walks out, and yeah. like picks up the scarf and he walks out. And I go, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> right? And uh, he just paid my rent. And she, and that's pretty much what she said. She goes, that guy pays me five hundred bucks to do that. He comes in every now and then. He doesn't want to be acknowledged. He just wants me to do that. And then I guess I don't know what he does with it when he leaves. So but he pays me 500 bucks. So um, he had already paid me um, before earlier tonight. And because he doesn't want me to know what time yeah, he's coming he in. And it's like a mystery sort of thing. And that's what I did. And boom. And I'm like. Wow. Yeah, there's all kinds okay. of things. Yeah, the like, things I've been paid for, she wouldn't even believe. Like, it's kind of crazy. We had to take, uh, like, a realistic dildo and rub it with coconut oil. And, and Rory rub it rubbed page. it on my feet. And like we a, made a video just, like, in the middle of the day. I was like, this is work. We're just, like, smoking and joy. Like, yeah. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> and Pony was, like, trying my to like the dildo. Like, the imagine dildo. this was our relationship. <laughs> Like, no, crazy. I don't imagine this is our relationship. I do, however, have great feet. Just saying. I know you made fun of me for how bad my feet are. Oh God, oh, Hobbit like, feet. There's so many highs, right, in the industry, but then there's lows. Like, oh yeah, 
Camila's come home to me bawling my eyes out because some guy threw a bottle and told me I was a fucking ugly piece of shit. No, I'm so, sorry. I don't. I don't mean to take away or to, to so, take away from that when yeah. I when I see light in the funnier ones. But like, no, it's, it's good. Just, it's I have enjoy such a, that, It's crazy to me to think of me and my buddies. Like, it's like, so what are we doing today? Like, <laughs> I, I'm gonna rub this dildo on your foot. <laughs> I just want to point out both sides because people get really caught up in like the funny, cool, interesting. Oh my god, that seems so easy side. It's not easy. And, but there's a darker side, and even like a lot of sex. Where yeah, but then you got the life. asshole. Put that in your ass. Yeah. Or right now. Like, you know, yeah, or like, or you'd be hot if this, or like, oh, yeah. that last girl was so much better than you, or yeah. like, Ooh. and it's oh. not just that. Like, it's also Rough. I've noticed that like even a lot of sex workers in the industry, especially ones who are in the tamer side of sex work, have been trying to promote this like, oh, it's good and that's good and clients are good and people are good, because they almost maybe kind of make it feel like you have to be being treated well for you to be respected mm-hmm. as a whole in the sex work industry. And cool. it's like, no, there's bad and good yeah. and we should still be respected even though my job can sometimes be horrible and even though sometimes my job is very degrading. Doctors have horrible jobs sometimes. Yeah. Doesn't mean I'm not. Yeah. So do coal miners. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, so, everybody, yeah. But it's, yeah. it is disproportionate. Like, you know, it's like a job because it is a job, but I am disproportionately being treated poorly in my avenue of work, especially I when I, I meet people in real life. Like, I think it's a bit a, easier online. Real life, that's a good point, yeah. Uh, I, like, it was the other day I was telling her, I, I sent out, like, uh, a, a like a boy-girl video, and it was, like, very vulnerable. It was the first time I did something like that, and most people, like, liked it. And then there was this one guy who, like, commented, and he did a thumbs down and was, like, rip off. And I was like... Dude, that is, I'm a human. And I said that to him. I was like, I'm a human. Like, this is so vulnerable and personal. Like, if you don't like it, just leave. You don't have to, like, yeah. say negative shit. Like, uh, but, but that's just how I used to do rap battles so on YouTube, so I'm well familiar with negative YouTube <laughs> yeah. comments. The internet, and, uh, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, but there's something yeah. different. When someone's paying you for your time, they way. feel, because the way I'm treated, I'm a woman, so I deal with mistreatment everywhere I go. Yeah. So the way I'm dealt with, with guys or people being rude to me in real life, or girls, like, calling me names or whatever, mm-hmm is not anywhere near close what I face when I'm at work, when I'm being paid to be there. Because people just feel so much more entitled yeah. to their, like... Their money is worth yeah. And, like, they own you for that 10 minutes or whatever. Some people treat you horribly, but some people are awesome, and you mm-hmm. have so many good instances, too. Like, the foot fetish guy. A lot of feet fetish guys are just amazing. Yeah, Honestly, I'm going to say... Yeah, well, like, they're probably just so group, happy to be like, I found no, like, The foot fetish yeah. people are some of the best clients <laughs> I've ever had. Like, a guy used to come to the number five orange and, like, pull off my socks under my sweaty boots and just, like, rub my feet and just tell me how incredible I was. So, like, <laughs> there's some really dope foot fetish guys out there. And okay. if you're into feet, like, we have really we nice really feet. Nice feet yeah. So... <laughs> Hit us up. Boom. Hit them up. I got references. Yeah. You should have an only, only, fi- only feet. Only feet. Yeah. Oh. But then it's like promoting it. This is it. Well, th- that's the thing. New, this is the it's new website. Only, only feet. It's not a bad idea. Only feet. <laughs> I like fetish people in general because yeah. I find that a lot of people with fetish are It's way fun. It sounds fun. Yeah. It's more interesting and they're I more open I fucking hate you. And they're usually, <laughs> could do it. They're usually more grateful for it. We're only only feet. We're in court. Patent pending. If it's not already, you do. Yeah, right. But I know I love the fetish people. Fetish people are fun, right? Fetish people are the best. The people and my clients that I've had over the years, like in any facet of the industry, photos or stripping or whatever, the fetish people are the best because they're so grateful that you're even open to like their cool little fantasy world. And I've really enjoyed a lot of the fetish stuff that I've been able to Well, I used to work (laughs) at a bar called The Hungry Eye back in the day in Vancouver, and they had fetish nights. Mm -hmm. And it was... You know, the, the bar had live music and stuff like that and, you know, on weekends and stuff. But it also had, like, um, the owners were gay guys. And so they had, like, gay nights. They had, like, fetish nights, all these kinds of things. But I always notice on the fetish nights, people were all really nice. And yeah. I think that – and what I took from it at the time was is they were actually in a safe space where they were allowed to be exactly who they felt like they were. Mm-hmm. So they were just in a good mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simple well, as that. That's the thing yeah. that you pointed out is about safety and creating safety. And the cool thing I've noticed in the kink and fetish world is there's a lot of communication around boundaries and consent. Right. Safe, safe word. So it is a lot yeah. safer because we are having these important conversations mm-hmm. that maybe in the normal, like, mainstream world people neglect to have which we should be having more of. Now, I was going to say, after you made the point of, like, people, there's some people out there who are really, like, sex positive nowadays and super interested in it. It's like, oh, that's so cool that you can pay your rent off that, and that's awesome. I mean, 
as with all the negative things that can come with that, it's a lot cooler than the conversations I'm sure you may have been, people may have been having 10 years ago. Yeah, when I where started, not it that was me fighting. When I started, it was people being outraged. So I at remember. least you're bringing people down from the mountain instead yeah. of up from the swamp. I you mean, know what I mean? Honestly, like, I was one of those people. Like, I went, like, ten, if I'm thinking 10 years ago, like, I had those biases. Right. Just of how I was raised, you know, circumstance or whatever. Like, I, you know, I, I thought those things. I was like... Yeah, well, and we're, we're all a little we're all a little bit hypocritical, right? Yeah. Like, for example, I mean, I'm single, but you, Zach, for example, I'm sure that if Talon wanted to do this for work, you would not approve. Well, there's different it's, though. It's like about boundaries within a relationship, so it's not fair to shame someone for not wanting their partner to be. I'm not saying it's shameful. No, 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 I'm no, just no, saying. No, I get the context yeah. that he's asking. Yeah. Yeah. I understand the context that he's asking. I mean, it, it, it's but I appreciate what you're saying. Everything is about context. It's about context and conversation. Yeah. Like just because. Like me as a sex worker, this is something I have to talk about with any new potential partner because I can't just expect everyone to be okay with it because right. not everybody's okay. Yeah, because some people are monogamous. Some people, you know, like you need to respect people's boundaries. So I think that that's maybe like, yeah, it's Even, more about people and friends and yeah. family yeah. that are like. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. Like the, yeah. they're in a monogamous relationship. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it probably wouldn't be something that you would want her to do. But maybe well, they it's something, something that's deserving of a conversation. But conversation. I was going to say, yeah. but I know you and you're a pretty open-minded guy, so you'd probably be open to talk about it and who knows where you'd land. I would never right. I would never want to be dismissive of yeah. anybody's, of what they wanted to, I definitely understand even if I wouldn't want it to happen, if I have a reaction that is no, that's not doing that's anything not for anybody. In a relationship. No, yeah. we have to figure out where that desire is coming from, right. why I don't want it to come from. Maybe I'm wrong, maybe you're wrong, maybe it's not necessarily, maybe it is, but it's right. about approaching yeah. it with an open mind. Well, yeah, I'm in an exclusive relationship exclusive. At, at the moment. And we've had to have like a lot, a lot of conversations, of, a lot of talks mm -hmm. about the OnlyFans um, and like boundaries and what is okay and yeah. what isn't okay. It's one of those things where it's just a huge spectrum of opinions and ideas and, and people. Feelings. And feelings. You exactly. might have, you might be able to intellectualize it and be like, okay, in theory, I'm okay with this. I totally support you. But then when the person's doing something, like your feelings still come up. And we mm -hmm. have been, like she said, raised in a specific way to have certain attitudes and feelings. And yeah. it takes a lot mm -hmm. of time to unpack that, just like it does with racism and sexism unpack and that. homophobia. Yeah. Like For there's sure. a lot yeah. of work we have to do and it's our job because we've been raised in a society that has been misogynistic for sure. heteronormative, racist, like ignorant. And even for the people who are pointing fingers and saying that's not okay, we have to even understand and unpack why they're saying why that's they not okay. That we can't just, we can't create that defi divisiveness and yeah. just say like we hate each other because that doesn't come to any understanding yeah. at the end of yeah. the day. Yeah, but then, and, and it's a fair conversation because I think people listening, you know, the, you know, people that are throwing in their two cents and, mm -hmm. you know, are saying, uh, you know, how are you going to have a healthy relationship or, you know, can you have a healthy relationship? I'm I sure these are that. questions I mean, that I, people want to know, right? I've learned so much and thankfully my partner is he's, really, really, he's amazingly He's legitimately supportive. feminist. Like he's, he's just really an yeah. open-minded, educated, passionate yeah. person. That's good. So. And he's yeah, probably in a situation where if you did something that made him feel uncomfortable, he felt okay to say, hey, oh, this 100%. doesn't, yeah. And so yeah. Yeah, it's good. You it have a healthy good, right? dialogue. You're always We're able always to talking yeah. about it. I'm very open. He has the password to the OnlyFans. Like, he can go on it anytime. Well, he helps me. Content. It's been hard for me because, like, you know, my instinct is to kind of be like, no, no, it's a secret, you know? Mm -hmm. It's mine. I don't want to say it. So I've even had to like well, relearn because there's so much shame. Exactly. Yeah. You're afraid yeah. of upsetting someone yeah. and you don't want to be judged. Yeah, I grew up Jehovah's Witness. So. Oh God, so I can see why it's in your brain. Yeah, of course. I, yeah. I, like The only thing that scares me about sex industry now, and this is as a, a absolutely as a cis male, completely, you know, unfounded, but um, I, I, look, I, I think that there's a lot of parallels between Sex work in a lot of ways, like athletes, for mm -hmm. example, where you can make a lot of money mm -hmm. off of the way your body is and the way that you are and your personality and everything that you can capitalize off of that mm -hmm. in, a, in a small screenshot of time, right? And when it, you look at your entire life, Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you hear about, I have friends now who have who pushed towards athleticism, whether it be like skateboarding or, or other stuff, where they um, where they kind of, they put all their eggs in one basket, so to speak, whether or not be sex worker or any 
anything that exists. I have friends that yeah. went to college for things for technology that's obsolete now. So you're talking right? about shelf life. Uh, well, I, I, it's not so much shelf life because I, I I realize that I'm like I'm kind of sidling against a conversation that 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 happens a lot within sex work. But um, what I want I wanted to commend anybody that I ever hear is who's building a business behind them. Mm-hmm. Right, who's who's setting themselves up? Well, creating other or, avenues, and yeah. exactly, and creating also, more revenue streams yeah. for them to be able to survive and see. But and honestly, that in twenty twenty, everybody needs that yeah. because if you're working nine to five and you're making minimum wage, you're barely getting by. And so, I think most people need to be thinking about other avenues of income as well. It's not just and that parallel is is great because it's I think that the positivity of sex work is now saying like, oh, the same person who said you're going to work at McDonald's and get a paycheck, what are you going to fall back on? Yeah. Is that and there that that exists to the same way with uh, OnlyFans? What if OnlyFans gets to one day. Yeah, and that's exactly right. why like I'm so passionate about going to school. And I'm not saying that everyone like has to like either like like have both things to do, mm. like have two avenues or whatever multiple avenues. But for me, it's been it, it's been empowering to go to school and educate myself because literally no one can ever call me a dumb hoe. Well, and how can it not be advantageous anyway, it's, right? Yeah. To educate yourself. Yeah. And, it never you know. is. It's never not advantageous yeah. to do that. And not to say that it's not advantageous to you for to not get educated. But yeah. it gives me like the backing that for I sure. need and that's to, about to be you. able to speak clearly about wh- what I believe in, mm-hmm. you know? And I think that, the, I think it's important that we, that we're going in that, what it shows is that we're going in that, mm-hmm. um, direction because we're clearly in a place where it's there's a lot of turmoil throughout things there are some people in in more fortunate situations than others there are some people who are in it for different reasons and that goes for like a lot of different industries and the fact to be able to see it going in a direction where there are people where it's expanding and it's growing things are going to land in a good place i think i'm not sure if this is directly what you're talking about but that is kind of a cool thing about OnlyFans because it is taking a large part of the profits back to the actual performer themselves rather than having to work for these big companies where they're making most of the profits you get paid to show up to do your scene or your set now um the people of sex work are more able to create their own content in a way that makes them feel good and they're also able to make most of the profit which is kind of cool it's like helping it be decentralized Mm -hmm. so more people are profiting rather than just like a few core groups of maybe porn companies that's exactly what i'm saying yeah Um, yeah. so i'm gonna um i'm gonna stop us right there um one thing i wanted to touch on is these uh two lovely ladies brilliant minds have another company that they're going to be launching soon and when they do we're going to have them back on we're going to talk about it um because i mean it's I mean, it's amazing. I think it's great. And uh, also, we're going to link their uh, social media so that you and guys can. Uh, and yeah. uh, only feet will be on. Yes, too. and so that and you can. And only feet. Yeah. And only feet, yes, yeah, so you can get to it. We're going to make a joint foot. We Instagram. should do. I want to be. I want in. One. I've got great feet. You got great feet? <laughs> Let's go. All right. Um, bring some coconut oil. Bring your feet. Let's right? Go. I'm going to see if only feet is a thing. Yeah, <laughs> check it out. So, um, the, all the yeah, descriptions will be linked taken. below. I feel of like I should show off my feet right now because they're really nice. And I just no, don't do it for free. Don't. There's anything I've learned teaser. about this. No, marketing. Be wearing uh, socks to the beach, te- Rory. Teasers, teasers. No, I walk to the beach with my little thongs on and somebody's like, mm, nice feet. And I'm like, check These guys want to see Rory's feet? Yo, you should get a tattoo of your OnlyFans, like the app thing. Oh, shit. I was thinking of a barcode. Like, like one of those on QR your shirts. Shirts. Oh, like one of those okay, QR, so QR codes. Yeah, code. Okay, so. Let's go, come on, dudes going up to you. No. <laughs> you wear them when you want it. You wear I mean, them when you want gonna, it. They're, they're going to pay you. No, care. we were talking because she was dressed to go to the gym, and I was like, damn, you look so good. And she's like, yeah, I like being sexy at the gym. And I was like, honestly, you should take advantage of that. And she's like, yeah, like, what if I just put it on my shirt? And I was like, what if I came there and pretended to film you secretly? QR code. <laughs> and we made some content just like of you like yeah. working out, but I'm like low key there. I just don't know. I don't know if that'd be a good idea in the gym. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you get one of your regular dudes, like the feet dudes, to come in and like smell the feet and then yeah. leave while other dudes are watching and then see if other dudes go up. Like, hey, shit, I can get on that. Like, I think probably the QR code is the best. Yeah. Sort of. um, you see, I can see how though you just want to have a conversation. And this is why we need to have them back on the show. No, there's a lot of cool things about OnlyFans. Like because it's our own thing, we got to come up 
up with all the ideas. Like yeah. we get to get creative. We get to show and explore sexuality in our sexuality get a plane to go in by. the way we want. <laughs> with the thing. With the thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't have the money for that, but like <laughs> definitely. You gotta get OnlyFans. You need to do it. Like get it. Oh man. There's okay. So many things. Anyways, yeah, it's a pretty exciting world. <laughs> it's, really it's, fun. it's fun. Everybody's losing it. This is what happens. Anyway, um, so we're gonna sign off. I wanna give a really special thank you to Camila and Rory. Thank you so much for coming on. We're gonna have you back. It's been amazing. We're gonna have you guys back on about your new company, about some more art, and uh, about some downtown east side and the struggle because you guys are all aware of all this stuff and I love it. We yeah. love having you on. And uh, so on behalf of myself, Zach Menace, Miguel and James, you are listening to and watching Maine and Hastings. Subscribe, hit the bell, thumbs up, do all the things. <laughs> and we're out. Thank you.